welcome this now once again to a special edition of Putting from the Foot. Um, I'm going to do this because I'm not sure when I'll get an opportunity to do this again, but uh, we are the podcast coming to you from the home of football in San Diego, the Bluefoot neighbourhood Barren Lounge in the heart of San Diego's glittering North Park. Um, uh, I'm your co-host Paul Hutchinson and you will hear from Rodney in a wee bit, but uh, yeah, as you can hear, it's a little bit of a do. We're having air, um, it's part of San Diego's uh, beer week, we're going to have some beers from Epig, uh, we may get them on, I don't know, but we'll definitely have a whole bunch of, um, uh, a whole array of characters from all of our different supporters groups and some even from beyond uh, the Bluefoot too. It's also a fond farewell to a stalwart of the bar at the Bluefoot, uh, Chad Barton, he's uh, moving to Buster's Moot very soon. So this is also a little bit of a send-off as well. So there will inevitably be some kind of uh, uh, background, background noise, but uh, we'll, we're going to wing this as best as possible. Hey, hey, hey. Okay, so here we have the, um, the villains, the San Diego villains, and um, Chad's, well, I think it's his second, definitely his last podcast, for this year, anyway. I think, about, so, um, I think about three. That's <laughs> short time. Well, it's definitely the last for this year. So, we got Jim and we got Simon from uh, Aston Villa. I'll keep you doing next time. How you do? Managers. Managerless Aston Villa. Oh, we do this. <laughs> Managerless at this point. You've got to say. Um, yeah, who's your fancy then for your new manager? Um, from what I am hearing, it sounds like Gerard is, is pretty much uh, going to be locked in. I mean, I, I don't know anything official, but... Uh, that's that's the word on the street. What right? scares me, by the way, Simon, is if uh, Lampard goes to Norwich, are they going to be able to perform in the same league together? Because they had trouble in midfield, didn't they? So... They'll shoehorn each other in, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, I, I've been thinking about it all day, to be honest, and I think uh, I'm slowly warming up to Gerard being the manager. I think, uh, I was talking to these guys earlier, I think um, the age difference between him and the players he's going to command a certain amount of respect because I feel he's going to be um, he's going to be the, the guy that a lot of these players had the poster of on the wall 100% you know, when they, when they were teenagers and coming into uh, professional football so I, I think that that will go a, a certain way to uh, you know sort of building some chemistry but, but I mean you never know were you upset about Dean Smith going? I was initially yeah, yeah I was I would be yeah um, but then I, I started to set aside the, um, the dynamic of, oh, he's a lifelong Villa fan, he's, he's one of our own. And then when you look at it in black and white and set that aside, we're on a five-game skid and we're three, three points above the relegation zone. So a bit like Chad leaving, really, isn't it? You get emotional for a minute and then... Then he's gone. And yeah, yeah, no, he's, yeah, yeah. Well, and he's gone and it's like, we need to move on, though. <laughs> and, and, and for me, I, I'm, I'm definitely upset by him leaving for the eight years I followed. By far, he is my favorite manager. Of course. 100%. Yeah. So seeing him leave and knowing that he's a Villa fan, I don't know if I was in control, if I if I would have made that decision. But what the hell do I know? I just show up and drink beer at 7 a.m. <laughs> but it's not your money on the line, so. 100% okay. not. So you got you to gotta respect whatever decision is made. And yes, you do. At the end of the day, you know, whoever comes in, will keep us up and improve the team. There's three worst teams than you in the Premier League, so, we can hope so. I don't That's think you're going to go down this season. <laughs> right? Well, Greenish hasn't really uh, picked up any flowers in Man City, has he? So maybe you can buy a buyback deal with him for like 40 million? <laughs> I don't think he'll be coming back. No, I don't think so. But, you know, I'm yeah, just like talking. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, it's like half a season. With, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what else it works out for anybody? Come on home. I think your point about Sir Gerard as well, that you know, he can actually go off his own experiences. Well, when I was in this position, I can and then relate to the players. I think that's a 100%. Thing, really. yeah. and, I, and I think the fact we need right now, I think uh, every Villa fan will tell you our midfield is a little bit lightweight. And I think him coming in, being one of the best midfielders England has ever produced, um, it could only be a good thing for, for strengthening that position as far as you know, from, from a coaching aspect. Totally. And for his own career, I think. Like, he's done so well at Rangers as well. So, so he's done I mean, well at Rangers, yeah. and now, like, I think his step up is going to Villa, and, you know, potentially. He wants like, the Liverpool job, doesn't he? Of course. I mean, yeah, that, that, that's this no is, secret. Yeah. No. But this will be an amazing stepping stone. No offense yeah. to Villa. And, I, and I think it'll be a, it's going to be a big test for him. Obviously, 
I mean, he's done amazing things at Rangers. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I mean different league though, isn't it? How long has it been since they won won the league? Oh, is you're, yeah, you're like yeah. so many years. Yeah. Well, they still had ten years. Did you know Sandro? No, you know Zidane's still out there, right? And there we go. You're big, right? I think Gerard's. <laughs> I think Gerard will be better than Zidane. I think Zidane, like, I mean, yeah. The Real Steve Bruce as well, you get Steve is, Bruce yeah. back, I mean. I just don't see <laughs> Zinedine Zidane, like, walking around the streets of Birmingham. See, you don't want Steve, <laughs> you don't want Steve Bruce? Did you ever see me walking <laughs> around the streets of Swainsboro? <laughs> so, um, Chad, you are leaving. Are you, well, yeah. are you sad about the whole thing? Are you... uh, I am. It's, like anything. I've been there for 48 years. Uh, I'm a family member of the Blue Clip. Uh, yes, you are. Yeah, yeah. Is here. So, we are joined today as well by uh, Dirk as well, who's also here. So that's yeah. awesome. So, um, yeah, it's bittersweet, but there's a new journey I need to take. There's new things I need to do. Awesome. Who knows? Uh, maybe there'll be a Savannah Aston Villa. Well, I was going to say, you can found it if there isn't one. Yeah. There you go. There's so your journey. Right so, somewhere on the outskirts of Savannah, Georgia, there's a dive bar. They don't know it yet, but they're about to get hit hard. It's like a Simpsons episode, isn't it? <laughs> oh no, something terrible yeah. is coming. And he's know. not going to let go for the next 10 years. Little do you know, I've already done this. I, I, I texted you, Simon, when I was out in Georgia, when the England was played. I texted, called everywhere over Savannah, Georgia, that they're going to have the England match. Yes. Zero.
Well, first off, Shelby isn't the opportunity maker, right? Like he, he, he's lazy, he's slow. I don't rate him. Um, I know that we have fans that love him, but uh, I haven't seen anything worth noting other than his debut with us against West Ham, and uh, we had two amazing goals. And then, um, and then I won't lie, in the championship he was fantastic. But I think Rafa just made him a better player. But also, maybe that's his level. Yeah, or that as well. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah. yeah. But, How do you think about Eddie coming in? Oh, I'm stoked on it. You know, like I, I was, I was talking about this with some of the boys here. It's, it's one of those things where Newcastle fans especially, but I think football fans in general, having a takeover like this happen in their club, you're in uncharted territory, right? So, like, especially for Newcastle fans, where we've been starved by the same owner for 14 years, who's literally had us living off breadcrumbs. Now we have these new owners. We're the wealthiest club in the world. We don't really know what to expect. And, you know, I talked about kind of this idea that the realities are now sinking in again because we're, we're kind of hung over from the honeymoon and we're realizing, okay, well, hold on, like... We, we could still go Stay down. Division, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think that at first, when you think of all this money, like I even admitted it on Twitter, like I saw dollar signs in my eyes, and my passion for Newcastle and my biased passion for Newcastle had me being like, of course, why aren't we signing Antonio Conte? Why aren't we going after Fonseca? Why aren't we getting you an IM? And 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 um and you know these are the managers we should be going after. When in reality, two months ago, yeah. I was begging Mike Ashley to sack Bruce and hire Eddie Howe. You know, and my first choice was Steven Gerrard. I wanted an English, forward-thinking, young, modern manager who could build foundational elements. But no one can deny that Eddie Howe fits that bracket as well, right? And so, you know, he's no Steven Gerrard. I'm not saying he's the next Steven Gerrard. We don't know. Jerry's still out. Okay. But we need a hungry manager that wants to come in the prem and isn't afraid to rebuild and isn't afraid to try and also knows how to deal with the relegation. Yeah. So you, your preference would have been Steven Gerrard or are you very happy Well, like, yeah. you know, I wanted, when, when the takeover first happened, I wanted Steven Gerrard. Right. He said he wants to stay with Rangers and that's fine. Okay. Um, but prior takeover, I was begging for Eddie Howe. You know, so I'll back Eddie Howe completely. You know, do you know I what I think is really clever as well about Eddie Howe coming in? If you do get relegated, he's going to bring you back up. Yeah. And I think they're looking at that at the moment. Because you I are kind of older. Well, you like have you, to, yeah. it's reality. No, it's, it's the reality. Yeah. And if you look at the Unai Emery deal, right, collapsing in the last minutes, it's like... You didn't want him either. But the thing is, is I would have been happy with Unai Emery. And all of Newcastle would have been ecstatic. But I think the, re- the reality with Unai Emery is... is He's seen as a failure at Arsenal. Now, Drew is out on that, right? Um, I don't think he was given enough time personally, but that's me, right? So yep. he was, but he's seen as a failure at Arsenal. If he were to come to England and get relegated with Newcastle, he is done, done. and he knows that. Yeah. He has a lot more to lose, where like an Eddie Howe doesn't have a lot to lose. No, he doesn't. And honestly, like, he probably in his own mind is like, I want to keep them up. Maybe I've got another season of maybe buying some players that are going to be fun to work with and then I'm going to get the Hevo and when I get a nice little wadge of, of cash yeah. I can relax watching the cricket like what um, Steve Bruce is doing right now yeah 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 <laughs> and he knows Wilson and Ryan Fraser yeah <laughs> yeah sorry bring you back down to earth oh <laughs> yeah you would love to bring me back down <laughs> 14 years mate 14 Bichet, years no, seriously pain. seriously thank you for the support you bring to the bar oh no thank As you for having us works in the bar every yeah, no, it's awesome Saturday was a lot of fun. You're very loud. I'm so looking forward to when you play Manchester City. <laughs> Have you got a date for that game? Manchester City. So that is actually going to be on December 19th, and I will be there. A week after my birthday. <laughs> I can't. Are you going to be I'll there? I'll be at the match. Do you need to get the drinks in here? <laughs> oh, they'll all be here. Because yeah, I yeah, want yeah. these boys to they'll, be They'll be here. That's the um, Abu Dhabi, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rodney Zinger. Rodney Zinger. <laughs> we should finish up by uh, congratulating you on being on the NBC uh, Catalyst podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, Thank God. you so much. How did yeah. that come about, by the way? Um, that was amazing. Like, that honestly... You were beautiful. Uh, like, I get emotional even when I think about it, to be honest. It was uh, Premier League, like, you know, I'm on Twitter. I'm pretty active on Twitter. And, and Premier League USA did a, a feature on me just because I had posted about my mom and how, like, in her later years... She started supporting Newcastle because she would watch the games while I was living out there to try and see me in the stands. Right. And then she started asking me questions about football. And um, and then, you know, we grew up loving the Lakers together. And then as we got older, like, our new kind of bond became Newcastle United. She Amazing. became a Newcastle United supporter. And unfortunately, this year she got sick. She had brain cancer and um, was only given about three months to live. So, you know, took care of her and everything like that. Watched matches up with me until the end, until she couldn't anymore. 
unfortunately didn't get a win thanks Steve Bruce but yeah so like I, I kind of tweet about that sometimes especially like when I was dealing with that and Premier League USA did this feature on me about it and I guess NBC liked the story and they went and talked to in Newcastle about it and then they put together this whole thing it was like a tribute to my mom and like honored my mom and all this stuff and yeah. I had no idea I was going to meet Alan Shearer until 30 seconds before I went on live television no. yeah they didn't tell me and so I found out Shearer was going to be there right and I kept begging all the NBC people I was like look like I'm cool like I knew I was going to be interviewed on, on TV that would, they had called me about that make sure I was going wow. and I kept begging him I'm like can I please meet Shearer and they're like, we promise, just get this interview out of the way, and then we'll, we will go personally introduce you to Alan Shearer. And I was like, all right, I'm in. And so I'm stood there, and then Rebecca Lowe walks by, and she's like, hey, Shade. And I was like, hi, Rebecca Lowe. And I was like, what is my life? And then there, she stood there, and then Alan walks up and stands next to her. And I look over, and I'm like, am I interviewing with both of them? And like all the NBC people just start laughing. And they're like, we have wanted to tell you so bad. I was like, I'm going to cry on live television. And they they're like, great. Brilliant. They're like, do it. And I was like, what? I mean, yeah, you got to get a better seller than that. Yeah, and then they just shoved me out there, and then, that, and then that's what happened. Yeah. That's fantastic. Oh, amazing. <laughs> that's fantastic. And did yeah, you get cool. to hang out in like, like afterwards? And, um, yeah. I mean, he had a lot of things to do. Oh, sure, yeah, he's there. Um, he's but, guy. you know, he, he gave me that shirt. It's signed by him and the whole squad. And on the back it says mom. And then, you know, he, he like afterwards came up to me, said thanks again for supporting Newcastle. And he shook my hand, took a selfie with me. Yeah, Because I awesome. had to have that. And then, um, yeah. and then to be honest, to be completely honest with you, there were a bunch of other Newcastle fans around me that were really trying to get his attention. And I had been given so much. Like, I did not want to take any more of his no, time. I wanted, I wanted my lovely. other brothers and sisters to be able to meet one of their heroes. And that's a beautiful thing. That's the kind of guy you are. Yeah. Well, thank you, Shane. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Yeah. I love you I guys. I guarantee this will yeah. go out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see if we my heart's kept, right? I'm actually going to listen because I listen religiously. <laughs> and we thank you for that as well. <laughs> All right, cheers, boys. Okay, Shane. Thank All you right. very much. Appreciate I'll see you after the international break. Yeah, Okay, so now we got the uh, the wolf pack. The wolf pack. Indeed. Leanne, James, and... Up the wolves, apparently. Apparently. So not, you're, not you're last playing... weekend. Oh, so I don't want to talk about. The We're not going to talk about. Okay. Like, you're playing better, aren't you? We have been. Yeah. Until Saturday. Yeah. Uh, Saturday was not good. No. Which is why I'm not going to talk about it after this. Well, season. I think you should, James. <laughs> <laughs> but it's weird because you've been playing really well and losing, and then kind of playing not as well and winning. It's just kind of. So, so, yeah, all along, all along, you heard me say this, we all talked about it, it's where you are after 10 games, and we were in 7. Our December's awful. Is it clear? Okay. Oh, it's awful. So we've got Liverpool, Chelsea, Man City, Arsenal, and we've got like a little Watford peppered in there. Okay. For like potential three points. So that's well, no, Arsenal's time. three points as well, Do you I think believe. so? You know, okay, yeah. I think Arsenal are playing well. So, yeah, with our next three games, West Ham at home... That's tough. And then we've got um, Norwich okay. and Burnley. So we've got to get six points next three games. Seven. seven. Say seven. Well, I'd yeah. be happy with six. Then we the West Ham bubbles will burst. That defends us against December because that's yeah. going to be tough December. Yeah. The whole rest of it. And Brighton as well in December. Yeah. We'd like to think that Brighton might tail off a little bit. Like, they've been doing really well. But we're playing good football. You're fast. Um, we played great football first three games and lost. Then we kind of sort of stabilised and didn't play great football and won. And then against Everton, I thought we did both. Yes. And then uh, Palace was, let's hope that's like an anomaly. But what did you think, Leanne? How do you think we're playing? Well, we didn't have any good touches, obviously, this weekend. Which is just we're not talking about this weekend. <laughs> just generally. <laughs> Last weekend, however, I think before that his performance has been exceptional. So I think he's coming. He's definitely coming yeah, back. He's definitely coming back. back. It's yeah. good to see. If he, if he comes back and uh, is good and strong, then then uh, I think Pedro Neto is on the uh, bunker lines as well. Which is so Neto good. should be back in Jan Feb, which is why I think we'll sell Traore. Yeah. Yeah, you're not using him, are you? That's the thing. You might as well. I'd be sell high, I guess. Well, I was going to say as well, before I met Leanne and James, staunch Wolves fans. Ernesto, Ernie, he's the Ernie Wolves fan. He's the OG. <laughs> Wolves back here. Amazing. He used to hang around with Chad, who unfortunately got it. It's, uh, you know, I don't want to cross podcasts, but 
you know, this is a Star Wars podcast, it's the rule of two. You gotta balance it out in the forest. Large Aston Villa fan, you need a large wolf fan. Yes. I'd always love to you, Ernie, and James to bring it on to another level. So, yeah. Awesome. We're gonna miss Chad. I think it's been really good. The, the turnout here tonight, I haven't, I haven't counted, but there's like 30, 40 plus yeah. people here for Chad. What a legend. So, Chad, legend. good luck. We love you, even though you're a Villa fan. And uh, we'll hope to see you down the line. Come back and visit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I love the Wolves. Let's go, Wolves. Oh, let's go, Wolves. Hey, Ernie, you got the beard. Ernie's walking away saying he's going to fill the shoes. He's already yes, filling the beard. <laughs> Can do. That's good. That's good. I mean, how are they doing, by the way? I, I have no idea what the French league is. Okay. For the for the record, um, played just did the wavy hand motion of uh, yeah up and down. Really good game, and then uh, then come back and just do this, uh, nothing enjoyable. And you're in the Europa Conference or regular? No, in the regular Europa League. Okay, right. How are you doing in that? Uh, Drew every game. Really? <laughs> so. Alright. Yeah. Consistency, nothing else. But there's a possibility to make it through the group. So. Cool. Luck turns around, and that's essential. We go through. By the way, that would have totally. If you hadn't shown the, the Marseille badge there, I would have, like, you've come in a city shirt there. So it's kind of like a. Yeah, nice. Yeah. A, a nice light blue. Scott, we're very responsible for our uh, glasses for the 100th uh, He was edition. indeed. Yeah, so, and we'd like yeah. to welcome Manchester City now. We have wonderful Christy, uh, Scott, and unforgettable Clay. <laughs> and uh, on the back of a uh, Manchester Derby uh, success. Oh, a third gear, no substitution Manchester City performance against Oli at the Wheel United. <laughs> I, I didn't realise they you didn't make a substitution, did you? No. No. Yeah. They were saving the subs for the next game, apparently. Uh, yeah. uh, so how are we feeling about the, uh, the defeats of Manchester United? We, uh, they, uh, there was a class difference. It was. We didn't have to use any subs. They used other subs. We had uh, like 65% possession. They, they, didn't look, they didn't look like they were threatening really that much at all. Anybody who watched the game said two two nil was not was 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 nice to the United. Yeah, I think so as well. I actually think it was a worse performance than when they played Liverpool. Yep, I will say that because there was a, a, a chance. I think wasn't there? Like at two nil, you could have sneaked a draw. There or was one but snapshot from Ronaldo. Never nothing. I think which was it was a great snapshot. And yep. Edison dealt with it perfectly, but it's, it's so comfortable. You were toying with them. The entire time. with them. The second yeah. goal, what, we had 26 straight passes. Yeah. And everyone on the team touched the team, so yeah. that's always nice to do. I'll tell you something, all he must have some good pictures. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and the win especially felt good, not just because it was the Derby, but then also because we came off the loss against Crystal Palace, which was really disappointing. Yeah. And then everybody now knows that Crystal Palace are not are a decent team. They are yeah. a decent team. Well, yeah, Wolves are... Uh, they, they can't barely uh, talk about their defeat this weekend. No. Yeah, so yeah, I was doing really well. Yeah, so Christy, how do you think the season's going to pan out? Where do you see yourself finishing? Um, what would you take this year? I'm relatively confident that we are going to finish in the top three. I of course. Do you think the um, emphasis is going to be on Champions League this season? Yeah, of course. I think so too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I really do. I think it's become a point of pride for Pep that that's the one thing he's not accomplishing, and uh, he's going to focus on it. I, we don't have care about a worry about now, unfortunately. No. Yeah, I know. After five years, you finally, I know, heartbreaking. The Mickey Mouse cover's gone. I know you do. Uh, Scott, how do you feel about Jack Relish? Would you? Yeah, I don't know if he's fully lived up to the hype. No. But like he's, I don't know. It's it's interesting to see where he's gonna really fit in. Right? Did we really necessarily meet him? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, I think it was just more of a purchase buy. Uh, because he, he doesn't 
the same position as Phil Foden. I'd rather yeah. have Foden in that position. Well, 100%, yeah. Oh, definitely. I think that it's going to be like a bit like Mares was in his first year, where he's not like kind of like stellar, but he's Mares is one of your absolute best players these days. And then I, but that will be the same thing. That's the problem. We have too many wins. Why would we spend the money on that? We could have saved that money for something else. Well, you could have bought Harry Kane, didn't you? I mean, I didn't even want Harry Kane, though. That's the only person that I really wanted. That's all. That's the only person that I really wanted. I wanted it a year ago. I want it now. It's the only striker that I think would actually fit well in the system. Cool. And you've got Champions League, obviously, as well. Well, they just have Mickey Mouse team here, Stu. Let's get it. Oh, that's right. it. You know, they just only have like Messi and all yeah. that. Yeah, with a manager that no one cares for. And, uh, Ooh! <laughs> spoken like a true Baltorian. Pukka, Pukka Tag, what's his name? I really hope he's going to be your next manager. <laughs> and I will replay this by the several way. times. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think, yeah. I think Anything else you want to say yeah. about the season, or are you good? Ollie's at the wheel. Yeah, good. Well, Ollie's yeah. at the wheel. <laughs> well, Ollie's at the wheel. You can be noisy neighbors. Yeah. Exactly. I think. I think. I think Ollie's doing great jobs for Manchester. I'm really happy with. Nobody wants him fired. No. 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 I think we're dancing five more years, don't we? Yeah. Anyway. I mean, if he sticks around for as long as Ferguson did. Oh, and what's your favourite Chad memory while we're on here? Because it's Chad's leaving you as well. Are you going to miss him? Of course. I've got too many memories with him. Loud, obnoxious, and seen. <laughs> That's just the beginning of what he is. I think you would expect that. Yeah. The first time I met yeah. Chad, he was standing in the middle of the street I live in, yelling at my house, and I wondered what the hell was going on. And why was he doing that? He was yelling at my man's And that's why we love Chad. Literally, that's why we love him. And that's why we love him. He's a staunch guy. Anybody who's lived in the UK understands where it comes from. And he's a gentle man, but he's passionate. If you had told me on that day that 10 years later I would be sad that he was leaving, I would have told you you were insane. (laughs) (laughs) I will miss him. There you go. And that's brilliant. Well, thank you guys. Thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. We appreciate it. As always. Thank you. We have a surprise guest, actually, everybody. <laughs> we have the owner, uh, the fully owner now of the Blue Foot Park. It's wait, a wait, Red did Devil, you, apparently. Did you say the full owner? The full owner. Well, I am full owner of the Blue Foot Park. As opposed to the amateur-like version that we're doing. It was, it was, uh, hold on. I want to give a little clank uh, in front of the microphone here. Cheers. Cheers oh, that's illegal. It was illegal. So, how do you feel about Manchester United at the moment? You know, it's um, it's mixed emotions. You know, I mean, they're they're a fun, mixed emotions. They're a fun team to watch. Um, well, if yeah. you're an opposing fan, yes. Yeah, for an opposing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, wait for a hospital. I'm sorry, three zero. What was that? Uh, oh, we just wanted him out. Uh, we got Conte. So. Okay, so you lost three zero just to get Conte in. Yes. Yes, we did. Genius, right? Yeah. I didn't think about it. I mean, two weeks earlier, Rodney was telling me, oh, you guys need to get Conte. He's available. He's available right now. And you never did it. <laughs> I mean, me personally? All right, come on. Uh, no, as, as a fan of the team and a fan of the sport, yeah, it's a little difficult as a fan of the team. Fan of the sport, I love the EPL. I mean, it is phenomenal. I mean, to watch any team like Rodney's team, like your team that's, going, that's working their way up in maybe four years, yeah, I'd be happy with that. They're, they're, they're on, they're on a, the game line, but it's just great to see the parody. How you can see that, you know, we all thought, oh, Liverpool's going to run away with it. Tusk's going to run away with it. And then all of a sudden, what happened to West Ham? They came in and they took care of business. So any given week, this is happening right now. And do you want Oli out or do you want him to stay? I mean, Rio Ferdinand came out this morning and said it's time, it's time. to pass the battle. You know what? Hey, I will tell you this. It's time because we have so many good players and so many good young players. We have this balance of the two right now, and if it's not working, it's unfortunate. I don't think he's a problem personally, but if it's not working, you guys do something that shows to your fan base 
and it shows to your supporters and to your your investors, your you know that you are serious about this. You know? Yeah. Hey, were you, are you, you invested in Ollie as a, a person, like as a player? Yeah. Were you kind of like a, a fan of the team when he was there or that kind of thing? Yeah. Or? You know, so yeah. I became a fan of United in '93, right. and uh, you know with the old sharp jersey across the front, right? Nice. And um, and uh, and I will tell you because my wife as a dancer went to Paris and London and brought me back a sharp uniform and I was like because they were the team they, they were just starting to go on the up right then and they were the team to watch and they were and they were as a San Diego native they were one of the four teams that, that we would see here in San Diego Liverpool Arsenal Chelsea and United were the teams that you could kind of see on a regular basis it was difficult to watch soccer in San Diego in the early 90s it was not and they were one of the teams on TV they were one of the teams yeah. so as a don't call it fair weather fan I chose that team no, but I love the sport and I love English soccer so the difference is yes. I will sit there I love Dali Ali and I, I will sit there and I will support when he talks like about playing I would like to buy him for him for one Pacific goal a day for the rest of your life. <laughs> and I will drink that Pacific Ocean. Okay, we'll right now. Yeah. <laughs> 24 pack. And it's yours. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, um, I mean, honestly, it's just to be a fan of the sport when you're an American. I'm not from England. I'm not from, and I'm, excuse me, Bolton. What city is that Bolton? Just outside Manchester. Just outside. It's close by. You know, I'm, I'm not from a neighborhood that actually has a team. So, it, it, so it's not as thick as with you two, for example. That, it, like, that's not my team. That's not the point, though. I mean, if you love your club, I know you love your club. Yes, I mean, but the same team. I love to watch good soccer. And you find it most predominantly in England. Yes, yes, you do. Through because the best league. It's the best league. It, it is the best league talked about, it, except for Norwich City. Damn well, it, and I love Buki, too. Yeah, it's the 19, like, the team league this year. It's a 8-12 and Newcastle. Well, Newcastle's 19th right now. Last uh, I said, Newcastle's 19th. Yeah. And, and they're an exciting team to watch. Yeah. I mean, dude, Newcastle is an exciting team to watch. They really are. I'm interested. Um, I think we're going to have a wall of kind of, like, memorabilia and things. That's interesting. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's 100%. So, cool. it's one of the things, like, you know, back when... The first club that called Blueprint home was uh, the Gunners. Yeah. The, uh, I'm sorry, uh, the Arsenal Gunners, SD Gunners. And oh, call them the Gunners. They're the Gunners, you know. And by the way, the, was it five in a row? They're actually on fire. Yeah. And uh, put that aside, this has turned into, with the help of myself, but really Dirk and mostly Rodney now, to become this, like, just really, really this soccer bar. Where you can have Bayern Munich, Wolverhampton, Leicester City, Newcastle, Manchester United, Manchester City, Arsenal. I, I, even get uh, I don't know. Every now and Leicester. then, every now and then, there's a few Tottenham fans in there too. They do. They do. Besides know. the bartender, keep them in. Besides the bartender, so by doing by doing by being a soccer bar, having a wall dedicated to the people. And the teams that show love and passion here, 100% about that. Awesome. Day one, we had we had a, a Chargers jersey and a Manchester United signed jersey. The last year, Roy Keane was That's on the right, team. Yeah. And I still have that. And that will probably make its way back up. But so. that said, yes, it's going to be a wall bleeding into another wall. And we really are excited about it, you know? Cool. And, and by the way, I have all my trust and faith in this man right here on my left. Even though he's a Hosper fan. We have all my love and faith in Rodney because he is an amazing soccer fucking guru. Wow. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. Thank you for Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. We have a full beer. We can cut I know. Down. You've now got oh, Deli Alley. Deli Alley. Apparently, Deli Alley has now been bought because I've got a Pacific Ocean. What one, one a day. One a day. <laughs> hey, uh, and by the way. And by the way, Adam, thank you for the opportunity of letting me work here. And uh, I'm spending a lot of money to get your article framed. It's going to be fantastic. Awesome. Yeah, no, I've heard about it. Yeah, no, it means a lot, Paul. It really does. Come here. I know you used to live right across the street, and it really, whether I can be heard or not right now, it means a lot. It really does. Would you like to say the farewell as we finish there? Would you like a farewell message? Yeah. Fuck off, Chad. No, in all honesty, Chad Barton, you are such a man to love and hate, and then the more we know you, the more we love you. 
Honestly, you're a wanker, but you're our wanker. <laughs> you're our wanker. You're a wanker and our wanker. Let me get a picture of you. All right. All right. Awesome. Hey. I, I finally popped my cherry on the podcast. There you go. Yeah. It was inevitable. Oh, finally, finally, not finally, no. nearly finally, yeah. last but not least, <laughs> second to last but not least, yes, yeah. Kim, how are you doing, you alright? Leicester fan, Kim's here, yeah, uh, how are you doing? Personally, I'm doing well. Good, Leicester? Not so well. <laughs> they look like they're just about to get going and then they kind of like have a couple of results they're like, oh, I'm not so sure now, but yeah. I mean, we, I think everybody knew away at Leeds was going to be a tough ask. Right. Especially after the Europa, Europa League draw in midweek. I think if we had been on a roll and won that game, maybe had a little bit more confidence going to Leeds, maybe could have got three points. I don't know. It's just been a combination of unlucky injuries and playing like shit. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's gonna do you, isn't it? I mean, sum it up. Yeah. We don't yeah. Always okay. Well, thank you, Kim, for the uh, <laughs> the uh, live <laughs> podcast. Thank you for being. What was? Who was it you were playing? Where there was like the penalty decisions that went against you, and then for the top. That was just the most ridiculous game. I don't. Yeah. I'm like, I, like I, I try to do be a little bit of like Ted Lasso, or Ted Lasso and think like a goldfish and I try to forget <laughs> these horrible games. But yes, I do recall oh my God. a yeah. game that... That was just so brutally a, bad for yeah. the referee. Oh yeah. my God. But yeah. And I mean, just, I think you're doing okay in Europe as well, aren't you? It's not, it's not really no, kind of like... I, we're like about to like bomb out of Europa. Okay, yeah, right. we were... Right. I don't, I don't have the table in front of me, but we pretty much had to win last week. Right. Okay. We drew, and now it's like we need to win the last two games and a bunch of other do, things. Which you can do. But a bunch of other things, I think, also have to go okay, our way. Okay, so it's not so in your hands. I don't think it's completely in our hands. Right. Um, the thing is, that, that group that you have in, in Europe is I've heard of every single team yeah. that you're playing, which I don't think is necessarily true. For a lot of groups yeah. in, no, in, in no. that competition, you know, and so like, yeah. And there was a couple games. I mean, we had one really good game where Dhaka scored four yeah, goals. Yeah, Moscow. Four goals. Yeah. Spartak Moscow, which and is not a place you want to go either in the winter. No. So. But then, like, we had we were up two 0 I think, against Napoli, and then we let them get back in it yeah. with Drew. And then we got, I think, we got smoked a couple other games. It's just, it, yeah. it's yeah. been a tough campaign, a really tough campaign. Yeah. And you have I'm a lot honestly, of injuries. Honestly. At this point, I I'm not even sure if I want to make it out of the group because we play so many games and we're not doing what's well the curse in the Premier League. Of your, what's the curse of Europa League? Yeah, we're not doing well in Premier League. Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday. Well, it gets a little nauseating. But the thing is, as well though, that if you finish third, you go into the Conference League. So I don't want to be there. Exactly. Yeah. So you need to bomb. I don't want to be there either. Yeah. Like, no offense, so, but I don't. Yeah. I don't want to. Risk yeah. more injury and exhaust more players. I mean, just so where do Everybody's yeah. playing quite poorly. Yeah. Yeah, if you're there or thereabouts with Palace, we're meant to be having like an absolute stellar season. Like it's all you're doing well. Yeah. I don't. So. Do you I'm, think Brendan Rodgers will stay at your club? Or? I think so. Yeah. I think so. There's the, the clubs that have had openings. I think are maybe a little bit too unstable. Yeah. I don't know, but money talks. So uh, I mean, I I think. Dortmund, would that be no, I was going to say, don't bring up. <laughs> I mean, that. 
so that's a fun, a fun one. You want to hear a fun fact? I do. All right, so you look at the table and you might be like, oh, it's not so bad. They're second by like three points, or I think we're four points behind Bayern in second because we lost on Saturday. Yeah. We have ten first-team players that are out injured. Ten. Uh, we have no left back. You know who's playing left back right Hazard. now? Hazard. Yeah. Torgan Hazard. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then Holland's going to be out until probably second week of December. We're hoping we'll have him for the Bayern game. But that's a big unknown. Uh, so many injuries. It's, yeah. I'm honestly shocked we're still in second. Yeah. And we got our ass handed Both. to us twice by Ajax. You did. You did. It was so bad. You did. I was here for one of them. It's just been yeah, a little rough. As a sports fan, yeah. yeah, yeah. So Chad's leaving, and obviously he's leaving, don't you? Is there anything you want to say to Chad? Say to Chad, oh, I'm going to miss that Raya at the end of the bar and the heckling. You may at first not miss it, but then after a while you're going to be like, you know, I miss that guy. We miss that element. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the wonderful thing people have yeah. been saying. Yeah. We don't miss it, but we'll miss it. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely going to miss it. Really? And I, I wish, wish I Chad all the best. Thank you, Kim. You are staunch, staunch fan of the blue <laughs> I'm dedicated. If nothing else, no, I yeah, just the, battling through the traffic uh, today is uh, yeah, evidence enough. Thank you. Yeah. Thank, thank you, Kim. Thank you for having me. <laughs> and thank you, Kim, for all the McDonald's breakfast. Oh, yes. <laughs> this lady does look after me at 6 o'clock in the morning. Yes. I have to say that. <laughs> Not the healthiest option, but. It's very healthy at that moment in the day. Thank you, Kim. Good love, and we love you. Okay, and now the worst part of the evening for me is um, <laughs> the other side of North London. Or is it Woolwich? I'm not sure. We'll call it North London for the, for the appearance of the podcast. We welcome Dan and Mark. Hey, guys. Stellar Arsenal fans. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it very yeah. much. Yeah. Absolutely. And up and up, Arsenal. Yeah, Arteta's got it going, apparently. So, are you happy with uh, how it's all gone so far? Or? I'm going to say I'm pleased with the trajectory we're going. Okay. I don't know that I'm pleased. You trust it. Yeah. I see what we're trying to do. I don't know that we're quite there at the level that we want to be. Right. And I'm not saying maybe competing for the title or something like that, but just in terms of even just seeing them on the field, there are times where I'm like, yeah, we're not... The chemistry isn't quite there, the final ball isn't right there, and we look like, like last week in the trip, we had to get a lucky goal. Right. Off of a lucky deflection, off of what should have maybe been a foul on Maitland Niles for that crash against Sar. So, I see we're trending in a positive direction. Midfield and defensively, we look way more solid. But I'm still having a little bit of questions about our attacking threat in terms of us like, being consistently place. getting points. I think you got to play somebody as well. In my opinion, but I mean, you're looking a lot better than you did. It is nice to see 10, ten games without a loss. Um, and to be honest, with uh, Zaka being injured, we have tended to actually play slightly differently in that area. Yeah, for sure. Which, um, I don't know if it's just him being absent or just the fact that our defensive four, I wouldn't say it's gel because they are still pretty leaky, but it just means that Ramsdale is stepping up beyond... But Smith Rowe being called in the England squad as well, is that? Oh. I mean, it's huge praise. I'll, I'll be honest, like, I've been really enjoying seeing him in Arsenal this year. Yeah. But I was surprised with the call up. I mean, right. yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm not. To be I, didn't, I didn't really think necessarily that he'd done enough to like really warrant a single okay. call up. Yeah, okay. But that being said, I also feel like without him in the lineup for Arsenal, we're a way worse team. Yeah. So. Uh, but I, I, I love it. I, I've been kind of an advocate of his for a while, I think, and I'm really glad to yes. uh, Great. I mean, take it by Tottenham as well. You've got some great kids coming from our team. Odegaard's exceptional as well. And what's the guy from, uh, you both from Brighton, Ben White? Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't get a call up for England. So he's been he's playing very well with Gabriel the back. I, and, uh, I yeah. joked about Ramsdale when you bought him as well, but gee whiz, what a keeper. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I mean, Let's it's not the best way. way to find out how good he is no. by having uh, you know, so many slip-throughs, but 
thank goodness he's actually stepping up and the way he's responding yeah. as well to you'll, the situation. You'll get rid of the ghost of Martinez, I think. Yeah, Ramsdale I, yeah, being, I agree. Uh, for yeah. sure. And, um, and you've got a young kid called Hutchinson in the, uh, in the ranks, I noticed. He scored a, a, goal for you, a couple of goals for you in the under 23. I'd never call you young, Hutch. <laughs> I forget his first name, but yeah, it's, it's called Hutchinson. So you called Paul. To have like Apparently, Paul can't remember his first name. It's Paul. Omari, Omari Hutchinson. Is that really else? Omari, I just I think that yeah. makes more sense. Yeah. The kid that everybody's talking about is Charlie Patino. You heard this name? No. No. They're describing it as the next Jack Wilshire. Okay. And there was going to be place. Yeah, I was going to say, never place, and now he's on Talk Sport. Yeah, right. So we're looking um, at the next Talk Sport commentary. Yeah? No, but there were a lot of people. I looked at this. It was, like, for the record, the previous League Cup game, I want to say, that a lot of the fans that really followed the under 23s were like, Patino's getting in the lineup this year. Right. And then That's he cool. did it, and there actually was like a lot of Arsenal writers that were like, actually writing articles, this is why Patino didn't make it into the lineup this week. Okay. So that's the guy that everyone's like, called the next starlet to look for. Good to hear. So you got to convey about going. It seems to be. That's it seems cool. like, I think, honestly, one of our most important signings looking back is, uh, looking back a lot of years, is Per Mertesacker. Because aside from what he did in, in, the, in the locker room and on the field, like, he really has that youth program running really, really well. Which is yeah. what it's all about. Yeah. Let's get it right. Grassroots, getting the kids through, academy. I'd like to see Arsenal kind of like make use of the fact that they're not in Europe better this this year. You know, kind of like maybe push themselves up the league a little bit better. But maybe yeah, maybe that's what's going to happen. Setting up the, the season. I don't know. Yeah, we we got all that time to rest the players, and we got a great squad with the rotation system going in play. Totally. So yeah, we can only use that free time to actually get ourselves yeah. back up to I top training sessions. Yeah. And I really hope you don't. But good luck to you all. And I love seeing you at the bar. I love the demographic at the bar. We all have a good time. We've now got a space above a window here. Where we're, gonna so put, heard, yeah. we're gonna put some stuff up. I've been fine for it for two years. Thank you for your continued support. Advertise the bar. It's you know, and Chad's leaving. If you've got anything to say about Chad, well he's not here. Now, Chad, <laughs> Chad has made my Bluefoot experience <laughs> so much more enjoyable and entertaining. Not to take away anything else from Bluefoot, no. but man, the life, like the life that Chad brings into the bar. We'll it's, say it's whether, you want it, whether you want it or not, it's there. It's a real and soccer there is fan. energy coming from that he's corner. A, he's a soccer fan. He is, and it's never a quiet moment. No. There's so much energy he yeah, brings. Even so. when Villa lose 4 or 5 0, he will still give it to us. I think yeah, especially so, to be fair. Yeah. yeah. And I love that. And I also love that he knows enough of other club songs that he'll just start singing someone else's song just to get them going. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, he will be sorely missed. Well, Mark, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. We're going to have a little sound off in a minute. There's going to be a couple of shots coming around. Yay. All right, I'm going to sign off here. We're going to do a little kind of cheers um, to Chad, I think, with some Casadoras, which uh, seems appropriate. Hopefully, whichever idiot has to uh, edit this thing down uh, does a decent job of it. But uh, thank you to everybody <laughs> that uh, has uh, participated in this. <laughs> the shots, the San Diego shots. Like, yeah, so we should get on. I was, uh, I had a hamstring injury. <laughs> I see. Uh, <laughs> We, uh, <laughs> the midfield general is uh, yeah. the defence <laughs> on the bench. So the SD Shots FC did have a tough game last night. Okay. We did play the top of the league and uh, we came out strong. Okay. We um, went up ahead. We did, with 10 minutes left, find ourselves trailing 4 1. Oh. Only to go ahead 5 4. Wow. With three seconds left on the clock. Uh, one of our bold oh. and brave team members did unfortunately get a yellow card from a very biased referee who I himself... Say, I, I heard the, yeah, the, the ref had an absolute Tony. Yeah, he, he he this, uh, this guy consistently has been awful. He was actually startled that we scored our fifth goal. So, but unfortunately, a, a extra three minutes the ref added onto the clock after the buzzer went to give them a free kick, gave them the equaliser. But wow, that okay. is four games in a row now undefeated. Granted, we didn't win, but we didn't lose. 
and they're on an upward trajectory. So, did, right. you, did you tell them about my goal? Hopefully, you'll be able to. SD, shots FC. Okay, everybody, thank you so much for coming out tonight. Me and Paul really respect everybody coming out, being part of the podcast. We've been doing it for a couple of years now. Thank you very much for I think that'll do us. Um, I just wanted to kind of like point out a few things that are happening this week before we do leave you. Like we said, there's, there's actually it's an international break, so uh, it's a bit slim pickings. If you're a Bolton fan, you are in Clover on Friday because not only do you get to see the England game at 11:45 against Albania, but you get to see Bolton play Croatia at noon as well. So both of those games, I think, streaming on ESPN Plus. Uh, the big game on Friday night is the USA-Mexico um, World Cup qualifier. That's at 6 o'clock. Um, between those games, there is the Uruguay-Argentina game on Friday. On Saturday, San Diego 1904, they play in their final away game at 6 o'clock. And that's about it, really. We've got San Marino and England playing on Monday at 11.45. And then on... Also on Tuesday, Jamaica play at uh, USA World Cup qualifier at 2 o'clock. Canada play Mexico at 6.05. And then it's a big game uh, in South America. Argentina play Brazil, 3.30pm for that one. Other than that, you are free to go. I don't think we've got anything else. Thank you, dear listener, uh, for uh, being so patient with us. Uh, I hope it turned out all right, all of this. Uh, but uh, yeah, let's do this again next Thursday.